What's happening, financial coaches? It's Pete here. Hey, I want to talk to you today about uh, the processes that you have developed for going through a coaching session. And this is not to undo stuff. I I see lots of comments and I see lots of people working on coming up with you know a formula and this is my individualized coaching process or this is the program. You know I always start with a budget review or I always start with a value exercise or uh, a feelings assessment or whatever, right? And and I'm not saying that any of those are bad per se. But what I am saying is what I think we're doing here is we are confusing coursework with coaching. And so it is great to have a process. It's great to have a generalized process and procedure that people go through when you're trying to mass produce something. But that is antithetical, I think, to coaching. People come into coaching because I can go out and get that process anywhere. I can do the Dave Ramsey baby steps. I can you know, take Financial Peace University or take a how to pay off debt course or how to be wealthy course, right? And those things are generalized. And so you have to have this pathway for people to go through, right? And it's a one size fits most kind of experience. But if you're building that for coaching, what I think is that you're kind of violating what the point of coaching is. The point of coaching is saying, hey, there is all of this information out there. Uh, I think the point of coaching is that you are curating what's out there in a way that's appropriate for your clients, right? If they just want a generalized plan, if they want something that's thrown together that works for most people, and this is what we're going to follow because I find it works for most people, then you should just send it to them. Just digitize it, record it as a course, and let them go through it on demand, right? What's the point of me connecting with you personally, right? So uh, why would I connect to you? And the reason is your client, like myself and you and everyone else, we all have unique needs. And so the point of coaching is to uncover those needs so that we can address them right? And then we are supposed to be the conduit for all of this financial information, right? So maybe it's budget uh, or spending tracking or, you know, wealth building or compound interest or uh, investing or 401ks or whatever it might be, right? We're supposed to be kind of the, the lightning rod for all of that, right? All that information comes in and we don't spew it out until we know what our target is, until we know what the unique needs of the clients are. And then we can kind of focus that out in a way that says, hey, I'm going to take all this and, you know, quickly compute it. And here is what I think is your individualized plan. Right. And so if we have a generalized plan that's on paper and it's just the process we follow, well, I think that's that's counter to what we're trying to do in coaching. So for me, I've mentioned this in other videos, I don't come with anything. I don't come with an assessment. I used to do assessments at the beginning. I used to do financial assessments. I used to, used to do a well-being assessment as well. You know, and those were great. And I just found that over time, I wasn't even looking at them. And the clients weren't, uh, you know, I filled that out. What they wanted to do is sometimes they filled it out. But what they wanted to do is come and talk to me. They, they filled this out and they could say, listen, debt is um, top priority stress. But they didn't want to put the paper in front and say, look, what does that say? Debt, top priority. They wanted to say, listen, debt is killing me. Debt is drowning me. I feel like I can't catch a breath. I just feel like wave after wave of payment has hit me in the face and I, and I feel like I am just being choked to death on this, right? They want to go through that process of explaining to you, not necessarily saying, hey, it's on the paper. You know, it's like when you go and see your doctor, they ask you to fill out this little health questionnaire, right? But do you ever say, hey, 
Doc, I'm not going to tell you what's going on. I kind of wrote it down there. We we spill our we spill the beans. We should give all this background, right? So I played soccer and then kind of took a spill and twisted myself, whatever it might be, right? And so why would it be any different in finances? We wanna we want to dialogue about that. That's why I'm hiring a coach so that I have one person who's going to hone in on my needs and actually be um, someone who's going to listen to me, right? And that's what drives not only then what I will bring out to them as things that I think about, things that might be relevant for them. Here's an idea, here's a tip, here's a tool, here's a type of account, here's a strategy or whatever, right? That might be appropriate for you. But then it will also drive the pace and frequency of my meetings. So if it's something urgent, then we'll meet more frequently. If it's something that's not urgent, if it's something behavioral or long-term, then maybe we don't need to meet uh, until next year. Maybe we don't need to meet until they do certain things, right? And then another meeting is triggered by them achieving something or uh, getting to an impasse, whatever it might be. So not only am I not coming with anything without with any program or agenda, but then the pace and frequency of my meetings is being driven by what comes out of that, right? As well as my tone and assertiveness. So one of the big things here is that as coaches, we're supposed to help people kind of push the boundary of where they're comfortable. And to me, that means that sometimes you gotta be behind them and push them. Sometimes you just have to serve them up enough information and they will run with it, right? Uh, you know, so there's all different types of personality. So you have to decide, hey, not only what is the nature of the goal and the, the, the issue that they wanna address, but you know, how motivated are they to take care of it on their own? And what is the gap that's preventing them from getting there? Is it just information? Is it motivation? Is it accountability? Is it um, you know uncovering what the resistance points are? Whatever it might be, right? And so that's going to drive you know the tone I take in that meeting. So for some people I can say, listen, here, here's here's what I want you to do. You know, in some uh, meetings, I might say, listen, here, I've got some suggestions. Do any of these sound right? And in some cases, I might just say, like, what do you want to do? What do you think is the best action, right? So it might take all sorts of different, um, different types of pressure, right? Some heavy pressure, light pressure, no pressure, kind of that, you know, the reverse psychology of it, maybe. And thus, the outcomes are specific to them, right? Different needs, different priorities, different resources and skill sets. You know, all of that is going to be different. So if I have some sort of, like outcome that I have listed on my process sheets, you know, what do I want to do? And maybe they're just very general, but maybe it's set a goal and find motivation and do it. Well, that might be great, but maybe I don't need to do any of that because they're going to do it on their own. So what we're going to have are people with unique needs. Um, I'm going to try to diagnose them as best I can. I'm going to try to serve up what is relevant to them. I'm going to design um, a level of interactivity you know, the frequency of our meetings, as well as the tone and assertiveness that I take, as well as the outcomes that we're trying to achieve, all based on them. And that's not something that I can have a decision tree on. That's not something that I can pre-program. It's really something that you have to kind of ride the wave as you're working with people. So to me, I come like water, ready to fill whatever, you know, shape or mold or container the, the client brings to me. And so what I want to do is just be as fluid as possible, be as prepared as possible, and hopefully I can snap into that open spot, into the need and help them fulfill it. And if I can't, again, that's a referral out, or maybe it's outside my wheelhouse, or maybe it's just beyond my expertise, and I'll be able to admit that. But because everything is so different and because it's supposed to be so customized, that's why I don't have any processes. I do have courses. I do have 
uh, processes and programs and training programs and educational programs and presentations and workshops and seminars and all these other things, right? But I don't use those in my coaching. I might use elements from it when it's appropriate, but that's not what my coaching is about. My coaching is, hey, I know a certain amount of things and let's talk and see if we can find the right thing for you. So hopefully that helps explain why I don't think programs and processes are appropriate for coaching. Coaching is supposed to be curated and customized for the client. That's it. See you later.